What's going on, entrepreneurs, small business owners, and side hustlers everywhere? Today, we've got an amazing guest for you. We've got uh, Damon Alexander coming us to us from the great state of Washington. Damon is an entrepreneur. Uh, I mean, he's a fitness expert. He's a credit guru. He's a funding CEO and expert. He's built a massive team. And uh, Damon and I, our past crossed, uh, I think just a little over maybe a year, year and a half ago. And the things that he has done are quite remarkable. He's also built a massive social media following. So I want you guys to give a warm welcome to Damon. And you're gonna wanna take some notes today because he is you know, someone who's all in. He's relentless. He's always taking massive action. He's always learning. He's always getting better. And so Damon, welcome to the show. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. Hey man, thanks for having me. Good to get chatting with you again. I think it's been a while since we've really even chatted. Like you said, I think it's been about a a year since we were talking consistently. So a lot, a lot yeah. transpired yeah. in that time. So a lot's happened. A lot, man. Uh, crazy times here. New program. So many things uh, going on. But I always like to kind of begin these conversations, Damon. Tell us a little bit about your background. What were some of the events, maybe the way you were raised, that kind of led you to question things and say, you know what, I really want to be independent. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to control my destiny. What are some of those events that led you down that path? Mm. Yeah, you know, I was really one of those kind of people who was just determined to find it, it could have been anything, anything that works. So I tried a little bit of everything and, you know, probably got scammed a lot, lost a lot of money and, you know, just, you know, young, dumb and naive trying everything that you see, believing every ad you see online. Uh, like, oh, you can make money doing this, sign me up. And then you lose thousands of dollars, things like that. So been there, um, done that with pretty much everything. But I actually come from uh, the labor industry. I worked in the steel industry um, before I ended up uh, leaving my day job. And I left my day job when I was about 21. And I just turned 29 a couple weeks ago. So I haven't had a boss or a day job since since I was 21. Um, and from that, I went into the finance and sales industry, um, which, you know, took me specifically to trading. So I was a day trader for a long time up until about 26, 27, I ended up making my own course about day trading, ended up uh, managing investors money. So I was running a small hedge fund at the time. Um, it's small comparatively, you know, we only had a couple million under management, but I ended up coding a couple algorithms and softwares for trading and sold those and just got burnt out on the trading industry because I was just, you know, I got into entrepreneurship to kind of win my life back, as I'm sure a lot of people probably do. You know, you want a little bit more freedom, a little bit more time, a little bit more money. And, you know, the money was good. But what I noticed is I was staring at charts for 12 to 14 hours a day. So, you know, I just got a little bit burnt out doing that. So I, I stayed in the finance industry, obviously. Here we are and um, just moved to a little bit more of an exciting path, you know, funding, 
is where I started and how we got connected was because I think you were actually referred to me by somebody in my network. Um, it, I think I actually know who it is. I don't want to quote wrong, but I'm going to actually ask him after this because that would be funny. Um, so we got connected because I was on, I was like a dog with a bone with information. I was determined to figure everything out I could about funding. Um, because at the time it was just, the information seemed a little elusive to me. The people who I knew who were in the industry weren't telling anybody anything. Um, so they just, you know, wanted to hold all the cards and all that. I was like, you know what, look, it's, it can't be rocket science. If you guys can do this, there's no reason I can't do this. And then, you know, I ended up coming in working with seven figures for, we, we had a pretty solid run with seven figures for a while and, you know, soaked up all the information I could. It really wasn't the funding that I was thinking about this last night. It really wasn't the funding process itself that I was learning so much from seven figures. I was learning from you on how to structure a funding company, um, you know, like your, your back end, your CRMs, your team, your team's workflow and stuff. That's what I was studying more than more than I was studying funding when I was working directly with you guys. And we were able to, you know, put a lot of that into, into play. Obviously we, I, I think I have 21 employees now. Um, and so it's just been an awesome run since then, you know, everything is really plug and play. We generate all of our, you know, 80% of our business from advertising, um, that goes into a system and all of, you know, our employees obviously have SOPs that I wrote. So nobody is showing up asking what they need to do, right? They, they all know step-by-step step what they need to do every single day. So it's very plug and play, very efficient. And that allows, um, you know, myself to get creative with other other parts of the business, like obviously we have a bunch of other programs right now. Our most popular one is our, uh, it's, it's basically a white label. We call it funding automation, where we build a funding company for people and then we run it for them too. So, you know, we give them, you know, the front end freedom of all of that. That one's pretty cool. We've since gotten into a couple of other things and, you know, invested in other things um, as well. But yeah, that's all going really amazing. Well. Yeah. All right, dude. So, so a lot to unpack. So you started out uh, day trading. You had been employed up till age 21. You're like, all right, it's, I got to be independent. I got to be yeah. the entrepreneur, the boss. I got to control my own destiny. And then did the day trading thing. So were you doing like stocks, bonds, options, forex, currency, crypto, like a little bit yeah, of was, what, what were the major things you it guys was were trading? Currencies. It was currencies specifically. So yeah. forex. Um, and I actually quit my job. The um, I had a thousand dollar day trading. I would trade at work on my phone. I had a thousand dollar day and I just quit right there. I was like, forget this. Oh, Dude, that that's funny. Cause back in the day I, I traded too in the 0809 recession. Like it was one of the simplest uh, trading times ever. Everybody just bought the dollar because all of the risk came off the table and the dollar was the still the strongest currency. And I think that's what we've seen really in the last year as well. That the dollar maintains its strongest, even though we have inflation and and wild government spending. There still isn't a better currency out there, you know, in the country and the in the globe rather than than the U.S. dollar. So it gets stronger. So I did that too for a while, and then uh, was looking for. Uh, I was just I was getting up at like five thirty every morning, trading for hours. I just looked yeah. like a disheveled mess. And remember that one day the New York what? session, yeah, trading through yeah. five thirty. I would trade. I would start my trading day for the London session. You know, I think that's about 11 p.m. Yeah. standard, something like that. And I would yeah. trade through that, through New York. So I was up all night. It just wasn't the life that I wanted to live. You know, I was, I was up no, from it's... 
it's you know, like good. 7 p.m. till, you know, 12 noon. And then I'd go to sleep. And, you know, it was just, it, you know, it's, it, it's great for some people. It's better for people on different parts of the world, right? Because timing difference. When I was, I actually lived in India for sure. six months. And um, my trading day there would start at like noon, 1 p.m. So it was pretty beautiful. But uh, that obviously I don't live in India anymore. So. Dude, that, that that's it. That's wild. Lived in lived in India, and so then after that, then you started going down the road of hey, I want to be in financial services. I want to provide value to people through the financial industry. Started getting into business finance, business funding. I know you've helped uh, people with uh, credit and and other things. So the interesting thing is now you're saying you know you you guys have this big funnel. People come in the door. What's kind of the 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 result that you're talking to, right? Because at the end of the day, everybody listening to this uh, maybe is learning a business. Maybe they're in e-commerce. Maybe they're in one of our funding CEO programs trying to learn how to build a business finance business. It doesn't matter what business you're in. If you can't bring in clients, it's pretty tough. So for you, where what was the uh, some of the moments or some of the strategies that really turned things around to where, hey, I can generate clients on demand and it was one client one day and five the next day. And all of a sudden you, you look around, you're like, wow, I've got 21 employees and I'm helping thousands of people. What were some of those steps to where you could start bringing in clients? What were some of the keys to success there? Um. You know, like, like I mentioned, we run paid ads and, uh, you know, the angle on our paid ads really specifically targets uh, startup funding, you know, anywhere from 50 to, you know, the, I think I think we have it quoted specifically in the ad, you know, 50 to 250,000 startup funding, which, you know, a lot of which is going to be uh, your credit stacking stuff, because if they don't have, you know, existing revenue or anything like that, you're kind of limited with those programs. So um, that's kind of what we hammer on initially. And that's the front end of our ads. It's just startup funding. Obviously, everybody we talk to is a client because we do have a credit repair program in-house. So if they don't qualify for anything, obviously, they're downsold on credit repair. And then we get them qualified and then we get them funding or vice versa, whatever it may be. But yeah, we, we usually target most of our advertising on startup funding. That, that's huge because when you're focused in on startup funding, it seems like you know, 40, 50%, no matter how good your ads are, maybe 30, 40, 50% are not gonna qualify. Credit's gonna be an issue. And so that's extremely powerful to where you can put them in you know, a credit repair system that you're running uh, internally there. And, and for you, what's, what's the average, uh, you know, value of a client? How many months are they going to stick into that uh, credit repair program till they're ready for the next step? Uh, credit repair is, is an interesting beast. We have a whole division specifically for that. I'm sure you're well aware of also how that works. Yeah, it, it is a beast. It is. Yeah. A beast. So um, it, it's very, it can be very annoying and a tedious process, but it does, it does work, especially if you, you know, doing it properly and it's necessary. Too. I mean, I've done some credit repair stuff on myself for just random things. So, um, but yeah. as far as that takes, we always try to be really transparent with expectations. I feel like that's important, not just in business, but in in relationships as a whole. Um, you know, we always tell people, "Hey, you know, you didn't you didn't wreck this credit overnight. You're not going to fix it overnight. Um, you know, you're, you're going to give this, you know, 30, 60, 90 days to start seeing some decent results." Um, it can take up to 180 days, depending on how high, heinous the uh, um, the items are, right? You know, especially, you know, what bank or what agency is reporting. You know, if you're having a dispute with, with Chase Bank for $7,000, I mean, it's probably not going to come off very quickly. 
right? So they, they don't just roll over and be like, okay, you win, right? So we got to jump through loopholes and do all that. So we are very upfront with people that that is a process. Um, but once that process is done, now we can really start doing the fun stuff like funding, investing 0% interest funds into cash flowing opportunities and things like that. That's where a lot of the exciting stuff um, happens. So it's very much worth it. You know, and I think one of the most uh, incredible things that I've seen about what you've done with your brand, and and uh, by the way, Damon's uh, brand and website is Improve You, I-M-P-R-U-V-U dot I-O. And so, you know, you start out, uh, there, there's business funding, there's help with credit, et cetera, et cetera. But then you actually take the next step and be like, all right, great. You know, here's some different financing options. But by the way, I know you're looking for ways to generate an income to earn cash flow. What are some of those solutions and, and what are what are some of the hot niches out there that people that are listening are like, dang, I'm not really aware. Like, where should I be looking? Where should they be looking to earn cash flow and to put this money to work and generate a return? Yeah. And obviously, that was another no brainer part of our ecosystem is, OK, we're securing people, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It would be you know, wise for us to also present them options of what to do with that. Right. So so we also have high ticket services and opportunities in-house as well that we do, like you said, mentioned that one of it being our funding automation program um, and everything that we either offer in-house or that we promote is also something that we ourselves are heavily invested in. So we don't, we don't just promote random things. If, if we're mentioning it to you, it's because we're doing it ourselves and we're involved ourselves and it's working for us. Um, so one thing that we're also doing is YouTube automation. It's kind of a slow burn, but there's a lot of money to be made in YouTube. A lot of people don't know that you can, you know, make $10,000 a month with a single YouTube channel without ever making a video showing your face or showing your, uh, your voice at all. Um, I mean, you never even have to edit a video, right? So a lot of people don't know that you can do that. That's a service that we've really ironed out. I think we are managing something like 120 channels at this time. Um, and doing that, uh, we have a full marketing agency. We just started, um, as well. The other things that we have on the radar are, uh, trucking. I'm getting, we're getting pretty heavy into trucking and then probably sometime into next year and the next 24 months, real estate. So trucking is next on the radar. Those is something that we want to start putting funds towards. Wow. That, that is fascinating guys. So some of the opportunities you Damon just uh, laid out for you a lot of value here and what he's sharing, automated uh, YouTube channels, social media marketing, all these different places where you can earn a great return, obviously starting, you know, your own uh, business finance business and and marketing services like everybody, everybody wants done for you in, in today's market. How important is it to not just teach people about something, but actually you know, really provide full service. How has that kind of helped your business to really earn a stronghold in the marketplace? Um, you know, it, the whole done for you thing is is appealing to a lot of people, not just a lot of people, myself included, you know, like when I am, you know, every, every month, um, every one to three months we sit, you know, with our core team and we um, divert a portion of profits into more investments that, you know, create cash flow, And that's, important for people to do uh, i totally lost the first part of where i was going with that i know it was a good point though um <laughs> but uh repeat what you said um just again uh, just just talking about the the fact 
that when you can offer done for you services versus just minimal services that a lot of businesses do, how powerful that is in really growing your business. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So where I was going with that is, you know, the society and world we live in, uh, you know, people's attention spans are like this big, right. And not one second, two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. At at best. Um, I just, I, I'm a big fan of Alex Hormozzi. And I was just, I screenshotted it yesterday. I was going to post it today. Love that he guy. Said, Love that yeah, guy. he um, he posted something that was pretty profound. I actually posted it in my team chat and everybody loved it. But it was basically on how to talk to an audience. Um, I'm on my phone right here. I'd pull it up and read it to you. Uh, but it's basically like you got to uh, assume that nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows what you do. And they have a third grade education, something like that. When, you, when you're talking to, when you're explaining your products and services, right? So you break it down that way. And I just thought that was uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, I know that that's uh, an epic one. He talks about how to grow an audience if you have zero followers and some of the steps there. One of the things that he uh, that he talks about, too, is the need to create uh, sales to repeat, right? The problem in a lot of businesses, even in business finance sometimes, is you have this transaction, you provide value, you get somebody the thing, right? You, 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 you help them build an entity, you help them build a website, you do something, uh, you get them some financing, but then it kind of stops there. How have you been able to create recurring revenue within your business that makes it more predictable and more profitable? Because for the audience and everybody listening, if you don't learn to create recurring revenue, you know, quote unquote, passive type income within your business, then you're always going to be chasing the next client, the next thing. So what have you done to create sort of these passive recurring revenue streams in your business? And how important is that? It is. Um, I mean, that that was a change we made um, in part earlier on. We changed a lot of our services to subscription-based for a much much smaller fee. Let's say we charge somebody uh, $1,000 or $1,500 one time for for credit repair. Instead of us doing that, um, we, we, that was one of the biggest things we changed about that, uh, was that, you know, we had to think about who our target client is. Um, somebody who needs help with their credit usually probably doesn't have 1500 bucks laying around. Um, number one and number two, it just makes a lot more sense business-wise and for them to change that to a, a very small monthly subscription model, because, you know, some people are done and, X amount of months versus the X amount of months over here. It's just, it's different, right? So now they only pay for what they need and that keeps them around. Then obviously we built the ecosystem around that where, okay, once they're done fixing their credit, we can get them funding. Okay, once they finish their funding, we're going to, you know, recommend, uh, we have two coaching programs and courses teaching people exactly how to do everything we do. Um, And obviously we have the uh, passive income options as well. So, really you got to find things to t- piggyback off of, you know, each of your services, right? That's why I was saying everybody is a client for us because if they don't, if they don't qualify for one thing, then they can qualify for another, that'll get them qualified for another thing. Then we can sell them on these things. And then, so it's just creating an ecosystem of everything that just works very well together um, is very important. I think. Absolutely. So one of the things I, I, I watch and, and I learned about Damon is he's a guy who believes that if you are pushing your body to the boundaries, that it's also going to trickle down to your mind and your mental toughness and everything that you do. 
Uh, I, I bet I bet you've done something similar or done maybe a 75 hard, something like that. And and I know I have uh, with my 13 year old son. How important do you believe physical fitness is to kind of help you uh, continue to progress and get better as an entrepreneur? Um, incredibly important. I mean, if you look at a lot of the highest performers in the world, they are usually athletes or military or both. Um, and it's because of that reason. When I go into, you know, actual partnerships with people or I'm investing with somebody, a lot of times I like to see that that person's an athlete, military or both. Um, you know, I, my, my whole family's military. I'm not, but I grew up in that environment. So, you know, it's just, it's a, it's that level of discipline that's frankly hard to find these days. And, you know, like, you're not always going to want to wake up and do do the things that you need to do right like i don't always want to show up and do the work but i do it right and um and that's that's what you need is is yeah just it's really hard to find that in people so it's it's such an important trait no question well for me man i'm just incredibly excited proud like to have played a little bit of a part in in kind of uh, being there. I mean, it was a pretty big part. Different I mean, tools, you, so yeah, you, it was a pretty big part. You were the uh, launching pad, I would say, for where we went with this. Like I said, it wasn't so much funding the it, the process itself that I was learning, but it was how to run a funding company is what I was learning from you. So I was just you know kind of shadowing your every single move and watching you under a a magnifying glass for a couple of months. And then, you know, they scoured through the entire website, the whole back end, look through how everything was structured. And I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. I think we can do this. And then, you know, here we are. Absolutely. We do. Tell us about your success, uh, whatever you're comfortable sharing. But I mean, basically you've gone from, you know, yourself to now you've got 21 employees. You're providing millions of dollars in funding every month. Like, uh, Tell us whatever you're comfortable sharing in terms of the success and the growth of your business, because it's extraordinary. Mm, I mean, we're trying to cross eight figures um, by the end of the year. We, I I mean, it's it's within reach. We got to kind of put the pedal down a little bit and run. But, you know, if we do that, that means we built a funding company from scratch to eight figures in 12 months. So that's, pretty sweet they're really gunning for that right now heck yeah man that's unbelievable uh big uh big props to you and your team congratulations on your success uh where can where's the best place because obviously the audience is listening they're saying wow this is remarkable everything this guy is doing where's the best place for them to go and connect with you damon social media you know we run a lot of our marketing and advertising on social media specifically. So I'm always pretty active on it as much as I um, can be anyway. My my lady always gives me a hard time. So I'm working on balance because obviously you got to pay attention to her too. So <laughs> I'm working on, you know, turning the phones off in the evenings and on Sundays. But um, yeah, outside of that, I'm pretty active on all social medias and pretty responsive because that's where we generate a lot of our clientele and talk with clients and all of that. And um and again, um, just a key takeaway. I know, I know, obviously, I'm the one here talking to you, but my entire team should be here talking to you. You know, it's not not just me. Like, I'm just the guy that came up with the, the ideas and, you know, found the smart people that are smarter than me and do it. Like, my dev guy, he's the other partner in my business. 
is just a wizard. He built our entire backend. Wouldn't have half of any of this without him. I have a tiered management now. So um, Lamar is, you know, the manager for our entire funding team. And he does all the training and everything for that. Alina is just amazing. She is, I don't even know what to call her anymore because she basically runs the company. She does everything. Started off just as admin and customer service. Now she does everything. But uh, yeah, so seriously, it's just a matter of finding good people to have in, on your team. Um, more importantly, people that are smarter than you in specific areas and uh, bringing all that talent together is how we uh, got where we're at. Unbelievable, Dama. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Seven Figures Club podcast. And for everybody listening, now it's time to take action, right? It's time to connect with uh, Damon Alexander. His website's improveyou.io. And don't just passively learn these things. Learn towards implementing and taking action. You heard Damon say last year he was watching, he was doing the research, he was figuring out the ins and outs. The easiest way to build an organization or an empire is to find someone who's done it and then to learn everything you can, follow that roadmap to success that they leave out for you. And when you do, success is inevitable and building an eight figures empire is the result. Damon, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, and just to tie off of what you just said, you guys, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You you know, the, there's no such thing as saturation in any market. You know, if you feel like it, something's saturated or there's too many people doing it, or maybe it's not working for you and you use the excuse for saturation, it just means your business sucks and you need to change something because there's no shortage of clients. That's why we have our funding automation program. We could help a thousand people start a funding company tomorrow have them all do be successful and do well. And there would still be more clients than any of us deserve, right? There is just, you know, you got to get that scarcity mentality out of your head and realize we can all do this just fine, right? And so just get around people that are performing at a high level and just be a great copycat, right? That's it. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. So yeah, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it and uh, we'll be in touch. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.